Hello everyone. Welcome to the Builders Haven podcast. At Builders Haven, our mission is very simple. We want businesses in the construction industry to profit and to thrive. This episode has been inspired by, by an event which happened last week on the 19th of March. Um, there was an individual who committed suicide and he was a real estate developer. Investigations are still going on at the time of this recording, but people are hinting that um, he could not be able to sell the houses because they were too costly. He could not be able to repay the loan and uh, um, auctioneers came calling and that is what led to the depression and eventually suicide. So today's episode, I just want to highlight a few key things that one can try and do so as to reduce the chances of letting depression take over your body, mind and spirit. Because depression is real, the business climate is still not very favorable, still very competitive, there are so many moving parts. The election is coming up and in Kenya elections is a big deal. They affect a lot of businesses and ours is one of them. Because investors and developers they like they don't like risking and taking part in projects during the election period because they want to see which government is coming in and what policies that they have in place and such kind of things. So what can what can one do so as to reduce the chances of suicide, you know, try to reduce depression and all that. The first one that I personally do is try to join other industry groups or, or associations. It doesn't have to be just purely construction. I like mingling with people from other industries like printing, banking, insurance, health, manufacturing, such kind of industries. Listen to their challenges, see how they approach the challenges they face with the solutions they have, you know, share. One thing I discovered is it is never embarrassing to share the problems you go through, whether it is business, whether it is professional or rather personal. And that's because if you keep quiet, you might never know who has the answer. So it's always good to see what other people are doing, what are they practicing, what are they going through. It's also not good also just to be complaining about your own problems. See what other people are going through. Suggest solutions. I find it interesting to share such problems and it's because when other people put themselves in my shoes, they usually come up with solutions very fast and vice versa. Somebody might be coming to me and maybe he's an IT guy, they have issues and I may not be practicing IT but when they share their problems I can be able to kind of brainstorm and see what kind of solutions they, I might bring to the table. That kind of exchange and brainstorming helps a lot and, and I find it very interesting to do that. In line with that, I see people joining private clubs 
golf clubs and such. The main the purpose is still almost the same, just to network, brainstorm, talk, mingle, know each other, try and just be friendly with people, learn a lot. Learning is also very key. Learn others what they are doing, learn from their mistakes in particular and see whether you can try and emulate. Sometimes you don't have to reinvent the wheel when going through such stuff. So many people have been auctioned over the years. So many companies have closed over the years. So sometimes it's just a matter of noticing the pattern, knowing what will work, knowing what won't, and just being truthful. The second uh, option that I have is construction industries should try and come up with social events every three months. I rarely see construction companies doing social events unless it's, it's, it's a business-themed event, like a sponsorship or that kind of thing. But the kind of event I'm talking about is purely fun, just having an event. And it doesn't have to be end-of-year parties, because I know that's the theme and that's how people operate and I find it a bit boring and not creative enough to just have an event at once every year. Doesn't make sense if you ask me um, and such kind of events, social events also try to free you, you know, having fun is very vital in life and also in business. That is how also some solutions and, 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 and ideas come about. But if you're always working, working from January to December, there are no social gatherings, there are no social events in your company, it is, it is not a good sign. People might not notice it, but if you see what other companies and industries do, you might, you might, you might see it brings a very huge difference. Remember your employees are your first customers. So if you are just working, working, working and never thinking about other events, it, it makes the life, you know, their careers boring. You know, there is no creativity in an industry where people are not having that kind of social life. I know this from a truth, from experience myself. And, and my idea was instead of having India events and social parties and such kind of things, why not make it a three-month thing? Doesn't have to be expensive. Doesn't have to, you know, to cost a lot and to use so many resources. And I know with the kind of work that we do, sometimes it can be a challenge. But I always believe it can, if it can be arranged, it can be done. So social events um, is, is 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 a nice idea. And to even bring a twist to it, it also it it, it could be nice also um, if you could combine your events with other companies as well, if possible. The third idea that I had was was meetups with successful uh, businesses or owners or developers in this case. And just having a kind of a conversation, not an interview, but a conversation whereby people can just talk and, you know, just explore ideas, 
have a Q&A session, just come up with, you know, discuss what are the problems that are there. I know this is usually done in other industries. I don't know the frequency that the construction industry does this because I, I always see this happening when there's a crisis. But this should be an, a continuous, ongoing kind of an event whereby every few months or so, like, you know, this event could be combined with the social event I was just talking about, whereby people could learn and play at the same time. But I also find it very interesting to kind of have a sit down with these successful people and see what they do right and where they go wrong. As I said, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. So many people have made mistakes and we read about them every single day. We know where the pitfalls are, you know, and one of the main pitfalls like I learned in business is having the right team. Having the right team is one of the hardest things you ever do as an entrepreneur because it takes time to get the perfect fit for your for your company. But it's also an ongoing process. Big corporates always do this. That's why they are always hiring, always looking out for opportunities and all that. It is not uh, an, an event or, a, or rather a process whereby you just do it once. It is something that should be happening regularly, every now and then. So, so I always, I always see 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 that uh, this is this is a very nice um, idea whereby you could have like a consultant always scanning and always looking for, for human talent. Companies get ideas and solve the issues through people, not through any other thing. People are the best resources that you could get. And, and that's why I like these social events. You never know who you meet. You know, the people, the problems you go with, you, you, you suffer from. Somebody else could be having solutions to that. The fourth idea I had was investor readiness. By this I mean, is your business investor ready? And this is because some businesses come to a halt. You've tried everything in your power to you know, solve the challenges that you are going through and nothing is working. So the last resort is usually to sell the business. Now, in some cases, the business cannot be sold because they have never valued the business. And then again, their bigger issue is, are people willing to buy that business? Um, I learned this when I had my own startup. Um, the partner I had uh, used a quote that said that from the moment you start a business, you should be ready to sell it. At that time, I didn't understand what he meant. I thought maybe we are building a business to sell. But what he really meant was, at any one point, an investor or someone might come and might be interested in buying that business because they are seeing an opportunity with your products or services that you are not seeing. Maybe there's an unexplored market they've noticed and they want to grab that opportunity very fast. So what he meant was, it was twofold. One, an investor could could see an opportunity, an untapped market, an opportunity within your company, and come and buy it. 
so that now he can try and scale or do whatever he wants to do. The other issue is when things are bad. Like in this period of COVID, so many things have, you know, so many businesses have closed. This is not the first one. And at that point, can you sell your business? Even if you won't sell it at the value that 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 you want, is the business sellable? And this is because some businesses, people who there are people who buy, there are investors who buy businesses because they know whatever whatever the market is going through is temporary. And as we know that, whatever we go through is temporary. Now, the problem with small businesses is that temporary part may be permanent for them, may mean permanent for them. So, and that is where these smart investors come in. They know a business is cheaper. I know Centum does something similar to that, whereby they buy crippling businesses and they add value to it and they try and you know solve all the issues they have and they sell it at a good at a good price so it's a good strategy and but they cannot buy a business if your business is not investor ready investor ready doesn't mean your business has to be making profit no if it's making profit yes well and good but an investor ready business is a business that you know has structures as systems as processes as the right people the right team you know there are so many moving parts and they all have to be aligned and and and, and scale so that is the investor readiness that i'm talking about whereby if if things have come to a standstill there there are investors who can be able to do you know to buy out your business but will they be able to buy it in the first place so if you are to offer your business for sale who will buy it and why would they buy it so that is what my friend and partner meant when he said when you start a business you have to be able to sell it immediately meaning that when an opportunity strikes you sell it and when danger looms you also sell it so you are always free from 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 whatever danger that may be looming out there so those are the four ideas that i had um, and i think if we try and practice this we may we may reduce the chances of people committing suicide because it's sad for people to get depressed to the point of committing suicide and yet there are solutions to all these problems the solution might not be within your circle might not even be within your country but i always believe there's a solution to every problem because our problems are not unique businesses have failed and have suffered for years so that's why we usually do case studies because this whatever is happening on the first time and it would be the last time so so that's 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 so those are the four ideas that i had that owners of construction companies could try and implement and see what works and what doesn't. Thank you for listening.